You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Hey, Scott, before we start the show, I want your help with something. I hate to ask you a favor, as you might imagine. Mm -hmm. Trust your instincts and judgment on that. Yeah, exactly. You're going to want something in advance. But we're doing a survey for my other podcast, Recode Decode, which is amazing, yeah. to find out what people like about the show and what they see want to see us do more of in the future and what they don't like. I know what they don't like, my children tell me. I, I interrupt too much. Um, so we, I would like your help on this. Yeah, they say that a lot, but you keep it moving. So what? how can we help? How can they, what do you want from, what do you want from them and me? I want you to tell all our adoring fans that if they listen to Rico Deco, they should go to ricodeco.net slash pod survey. So let's hear you do it. Okay, so if you listen to Rico Decode, please help us out and make Kara and Rico Decode less bad and go to Rico.net slash pod survey. Okay. Is that the best you can do? Seriously? I thought that was pretty damn good. Oh Put that in the survey. All right. Feedback, you, Scott. other. Scott is awesome. All right. Thank you, Scott. You're welcome. everyone. This is Pivot from the Vox Media Podcast Network. I'm Kara Swisher and Scott, according to Twitter, we're Internet's mom and dad. What do you have any thoughts? Say hello to the people. Hello. I like, and m most importantly, it was a porn yeah. star who said that, which gives us so really? much cred. I have not oh. thought this hard <laughs> and long about a response <laughs> to a Twitter uh, post. <laughs> this is, this is awesome. Okay. Well, so glad we're your, we're your really bad mom and dad. We'd be there such badly raised children. Yeah. I think. Are you a permissive parent, Scott? How, what kind of parent are you? What's you your know, style? I'm a uh, I'm a softie at home. Um, mm -hmm. Fortunately, my my um, my uh, the mother of their children is uh, German, so mm -hmm. our household runs like is run like a Panzer tank division. But I'm basically okay. the idiot on the couch who they just kind of roll over. Oh, okay. I'm very strict. In yeah. Case I, what a shocker. But, not, I'm the cool, but I am the cool mom. Cool, I am mom? The cool mom? I am. There's no such thing as cool mom. I'm the cool mom. Yeah. I'm the actual cool mom. I really am. I, I just it. went on a college tour with my kids. And where's where? what's the stretch goal in the college that he— Oh, he goal? really likes Tulane. We like We went to UConn to see it. We went to uh, Fordham. He went to Colorado with his other mom, the not as cool mom. Um, the other one, who is 13, is, is going along for the ride, which is kind of fascinating. He's just going straight to MIT and becoming a billionaire. That's the plan for him. MIT. So, you know, I yeah. did it all wrong. I got into UCLA, and then I tried out for the crew team. 
Just let's Photoshop his face on a picture of me rowing crew and we'll get him in. All it takes is a half a million dollars. Whatever. We're not paying anything. We're not paying extra. So there's the, that's the way it's going to go. Anyway, big stories this week. Anyway, I had a very yeah. nice college tour. It was very lovely. Um, so let's break it down. Obviously, Lyft going public. Yeah, big that's story. big. And you Thoughts. know the you know the founders. So give me a sense very of well. their culture. Yes. What do you think of this? Are you happy for them? What do you um, think? You know, I still have issues with the economics of this whole schmageggy thing. But I think these people are lovely. I have to say, I mean, yeah. if, if if there's an anti-Uber, it's Lyft, right? Who's They've always been lovely. They've operated pretty, not grow, grow, grow. You know, United, they're aggressive, but not very aggressive. They've stick, stuck to the United States, grow slowly, thinking about things. I think, you know, they're the, they're the softer side of Sears, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. And, you know, it was really interesting. Many years ago, I think it was John Zimmer, we were at a party. We had a dinner thing that we were, I was doing with a bunch of uh, founders. And uh, he came over to us and started talking about how 80% of the cars aren't being used because there's five seats and only one driver and what a waste it is and climate change and everything else. And he was so lovely. And he walked away. And Dick Costa, who was the former Twitter CEO at the time, said, Travis is going to eat him alive. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he was so lovely. And so I think it's a, it's sort of their their headquarters were – it's always soft and they were pink. There's a lot of pink and soft, squishy mm-hmm. things. And at Uber, it was like the James Bond headquarters where the sharks had – you know, you, you open the stairs and you fell down into the shark tank. That It was just such a difference in personality. So I'm glad they're going public for them. Yeah, if you read the perspectives, it feels like a bad yeah. millennial show. There's so many words of green yeah. movement, and quite frankly, yeah. they're full of shit. The ride hailing does not is not good for the environment. Um, well, so far, it's they believe it. Out. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Anyone will believe whatever they need to if it makes them a billion. No, they believe it. They do. Yeah. I've got to tell you, they do. They, they they come from a very different. They started it more as a as a. Yeah, it was not started the way Uber was. Uber was, we want to get limos and make up ladies. And these guys are like, we want to save the environment. And well, you share. know who built Lyft? Who? Travis Kalanick. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, that's true. That's a fair is, point. Lyft's got so much um, wind at their back, so much press. Mm-hmm. Everyone mm-hmm. started saying, well, is there another? It was kind of a Star yeah. Wars. There is another. Yeah. It's called Lyft. And yeah. I think a lot of investors, a lot of, a lot of riders started getting Lyft a chance. And there's just... You got to give them their due. They went from yeah. kind of, oh, they're going to die, as Mr. Yeah. Costello thought, to, uh, by some estimates, 39% share. Yeah. You know, Ben Horowitz is the back, backer of that company. He was very aggressively involved yeah, in, in running it. Yeah. Although the two founders are great. They're great. I always enjoy talking to them. I have to say they're pleasant. They're sort of like the Pinterest CEO. Lovely. Ben, Lovely. Yeah, Ben seems ben, very soft Quiet. And doesn't even want to be CEO in some yeah, ways. Right. Like, oh, That's I'm why he has two classes of shares because he doesn't yeah. want to be CEO until yeah, he I dies, until they yes. rip it from his cold, dead no, hands. No, I think he just wants control. They all want control. So anyway, so I'm glad I'm in public. The fi- finances, I mean, really, come on. The, the numbers are Well, let's talk about that because, because that's the key here. And that is $2.2 billion in revenue and $900 million in e- – oh, no, wait, $900 million in negative EBITDA, which means, Kara, yeah. if you take a $12 lift ride, it's costing yeah. them 20 bucks. Yeah. So it would be economically irresponsible for your kids not to take mm-hmm. Lyft to Madison when they move. I mean, okay. It is literally <laughs> – you are, this is, ride hailing as a whole, and this is such a weird dynamic, ride hailing as a whole right. is, a, is a transfer of wealth from drivers who mm-hmm. are no, not subject to minimum wage or yeah. worker conditions or health insurance laws mm-hmm. and from their investors 
to riders. It is literally mm-hmm. an amazing deal for riders. But yep. here's the thing. I've, How I've, long is that going to go on? Well, that's that's the correct question. And yeah. thank you. If I'm you very look at, at if you read the prospectus, they keep using the word, and the media has has co- has, has been co opted here. They keep using the word network effects, and there are no network effects in ride hailing. Network effects. Is when you, is when every user that's added creates some sort of pro, incremental product value. Yeah, everyone's like on software. Facebook. Software. Yeah, everyone's on Facebook, so great. It's more valuable. Every person that gets on Instagram, it's more valuable. There's scale for Lyft and Uber, but I don't. I fail to see what the network effect is. And you have a company yeah. doing 2.2 billion, losing 900 million. And by the way, this thing's going to go public at a value mm-hmm. of somewhere between 20 and 30 billion. I think it's going to yeah. come out tomorrow at triple digits because nobody. Nobody has a chance to buy internet companies because everyone's smart and doesn't want to go public these days. Mm-hmm. But this company, I, I just have a difficult time understanding how negative 45% EBITDA margins yeah. gets to profitability vis-a-vis scale when you're Maybe already it gets at $2 bought. Billion. Maybe it gets bought. Well, there's only one buyer. Well, yeah. Who's the other buyer here? Well, I think one of the issues I always thought is like, look, SoftBank's invested in all of these, right? right. I think they're in Lyft, right? That there's just one. There's one company that does this. And then they can start to jack the prices and et cetera and cost efficiencies, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you'd have to take the prices up substantially. substantially. And even, even if you take the prices up 30 or 40 percent. And let's assume it's inelastic. And say they get to call it $10 billion, and they manage EBITDA margins of a billion and their growth slows to 20%, that company is maybe worth 10 to $15 billion. Yeah. So I just, you know, I go back to this old school fuddy-duddy dad pants bottoms up valuation of a company, and I have trouble understanding how this company uh, They all try to sort valuation. of do themselves on the Amazon. Well, Amazon didn't until then. Right. You know what I mean? Like Fake that kind of thing. And it. even Amazon, like as they start to lose AWS business, they got yeah. some, ch- I mean, Prime is not priced at the price it really is, right? Yeah. Come on. Like, none of this stuff is priced at the price. You're getting great deals. And even when it goes up a small amount, I got to say, the other day an Uber was more than I thought it should be because I'm so used to almost nothing. Yeah, it's getting expensive that I was like, in some cities. I'm not taking that. I walked. I yeah. took the metro. Like, it was really, it was like, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Like, it, was, it wasn't that much, but it was like enough where I was like, I could take a cab for that. I don't really like taking cabs. Like, you know, I only do it now for ultimate convenience. Now I've shifted to other things, including the things that Lyft owns, which are the scooters and stuff like that, which don't cost anything practically. You and your scooters. You're seriously, everyone has an addiction. You don't drink or smoke is my understanding. You're addicted to scooters and ridiculous things that make you feel Do you know what I also think of getting one of those circular things you ride, you know, that looks like a unicycle. A circular thing you ride? You know, a unicycle but electric. Oh my God, you're on a unicycle? I'm thinking That's like a prophylactic. No one will ever have sex with you again if you ride a unicycle. Electric bikes so that I get a little help. That's awful. So wait, back to Amazon as an analog. Yeah. What did Amazon figure out, though? Amazon used oh, that they, you know, that they made all this money. They, they were spending, 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 and they weren't making any money. And everyone they, until they get to scale, and then they right. will win. And that was the argument. And so they're trying to do that here. And you have to think of the way to do. It. It's got to be one company, really. That's it. And then they can. That, then the prices have to go up. And then you only have one choice. Like it's all owned by SoftBank or. The but that's not how Amazon got there. Amazon got there by taking cheap yeah. capital and starting adjacent businesses, specifically right. that AWS and Amazon Media Group, that are incredibly yeah. profitable. 
Right. And yet the con- right. marketplace continues to value them on their share of e-commerce. And I think so these far, things have got to sell. Neither Lyft nor Uber has been able to develop those ancillary profitable businesses. Yeah, well, Uber, no, no, Uber Eats is getting getting kind of interesting. Is it profitable? Yeah, well, I think so. I think I'm from what I understand. It's, it's an interesting business. It's certainly one that you have to start to go. But then you can see price cuts everywhere, like if other people are doing it. It's just, you know, you don't think that, like, Google's in it, Amazon. Amazon would be their competitor in that, I suspect. Right? Yeah, I don't, the Lyft IPO, I, it, mm. there's no network effect. There's going to be this artificial okay. demand tomorrow morning. Tough. So can we skip right to predictions? Pre- no, not yet. Not yet? Okay, never mind. No, okay. So next, Facebook's Mom, banning white nationalists. I feel shamed. I feel shamed. Facebook saying it's banning white nationalists. Posts. What a shock. Wow. Uh, okay. That's okay. big of them. Wow, thanks. Uh, you think so you think that the but I read from the notes or you think too that, much, too little, too late. But you think it might have Not a domino effect into YouTube? I don't know. I, I'll ask Susan Wojcicki. She's coming to code. I'll ask her. I, I don't know. I just like I just like literally. I would argue with them about Alex Jones, and then they finally you're going to ban them. No, I'm not. No, we're not. No, we're not. Yes, they did. And then same thing with White Now. You're going to ban these people. You're going to knock them off. No, we're not. No, we're not. It's bad for your business. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, now we're doing it. It's just whatever. Good. I'm glad. Now they need to move on to other things that are hate speech and stuff like that. But then you get sort of tagged with the anti First Amendment thing. But this is just so clearly. But they have Toxic. No, I, I've never understood the First Amendment argument. The First Amendment is for the public square. It's not for private exactly. companies. No, I know. That's because the people can play. You ever, you ever go to someone, I have my, you know, I used to have I used to have comments on the site, the Recode site, and we got rid of them because I was sick of dealing with all the dreck that came through and I didn't have the yeah. staff. And it just was not, it didn't, it wasn't additive to my business and it wasn't additive. It took time and it was just icky. It wasn't helpful. It wasn't good. If it was good, I would have left it up. And I kept getting these emails from this one guy. He's like, my right to free speech. And I was like, no, it's not. Not on my platform. It's not. Get the hell Go get your own friggin' platform. But I I get comments. It's that idea of people aren't educated to understanding that. I get comments on my YouTube channel saying where they they warn if I continue to do X, they're no longer going to view my video. And I'm like, oh, my God, take my (laughs) eyes, but don't stop watching my videos. I mean, like, who the fuck cares? I know. It's interesting. It's an interesting thing. I don't know what they're going to do. They should, should, for the good of their businesses, they should have a clean a clean stuff going on there. And white nationalist uh, hate speech. Is That's out of vogue? Stuff. That whole white nationalism thing is out of vogue? I don't know why it's even a debate. I get the, I get the larger uh, college freshman dorm room debate about it, but uh. I don't get the business end of it. It doesn't make any sense to be hosting that stuff. Um, but if they, you know, whatever, whatever. Mm. It's their, Who cares? It's their, it's their trip around the globe, Thanks. as they say. Thanks, All right, Mark. Apple, another nothing burger. Apple announces new TV streaming service. This is really interesting because the, the, right, the TV, as far as I can tell, it's just sort of we're rebranding Apple TV. And I initially thought, okay, they're trying to compete with Netflix, but I think what yeah. they're doing and the opportunity yeah. is they want to compete with Comcast and just make your TV viewing more organized and more sane. But they got huge pushback in the media. Everyone said this was a half-baked idea, totally un, yeah. you know, not indicative of Apple's production values in terms of they came out with something and really couldn't explain it, couldn't talk about the pricing, the value add. They just had a bunch of famous friends that all like to wear Apple logos, you know, Oprah, Steve Jobs. Oprah. Oprah was there. Steven Spielberg, which I thought was pretty interesting. Oprah. The stuff that got overshadowed by it was, one, I think the the Apple News, the, 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 the kind of evolution of texture is actually a pretty cool product. Yep. And a great value. And I think that's interesting. And hopefully they're more publisher-friendly. They probably won't be. But, And then the, the most interesting thing for the ecosystem is the Apple card. And that is, mm-hmm. 
Apple had to work with and convince a bunch of banks to, to work with them to get Apple Pay. Now they've turned around and they're competing against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, a terrible brand or marketing move was to offer discounts inst- instead of special value adds. Apple is a luxury brand, and they should have said, yeah. okay, if you have the Apple card, you can come to exclusive events or get yeah. product offerings. Like SoFi does. SoFi's Yeah, I just don't think Steve Jobs would ever said, yeah, discounted 1%, 2% cash back. That's like carrying yeah. a Discover card and paying for dinner, right. which means you're just not having sex Although out those night. cards, those Cap One cards are very popular with the young people. They love them. Yeah, they love all those do cards. You, I, I, this is what Apple is. Apple is for the global okay. elite and people who want to signal that they're going to be part of the global elite. We're not looking for Apple 1% to 2% party, of our cash I'd like to back. just have discounts Honestly, I'd have discounts on their goods. Like, give me, like— Do you have a Discover a, card? That's what Discover is. No. That's right. You wouldn't be caught with a Discover card because you're Kara Swisher and you ride scooters I and round have a things. Cap- <laughs> okay. I don't know if I'd have an Apple card. I, you know, I, you know, I have my cards. I'll tell you why. JetBlue, I have one because I get miles and I like to do Mint. And so I save them up and do Mint when I'm when I doing it, paying it for myself. And then I, I have airline cards because I get—that's what I do. You know what card I have? What? Oh, God. I'm not sure. I'm scared to say this. I have an Amex black card. You know I have it. Yeah. You know why yeah. I get charged $3,500? I pay $3,500 a year no for a card that's basically a platinum card spray-painted black. What? Why? So one is an entrepreneur. I always take, when I take kids and I'm recruiting uh, to lunch, I pay, I and it out. says, I'm real. My firm's for real. It's great for recruiting. Kids are that and when stupid. I was, why do you want to When I was single, paying yeah. with a black card basically stories. said— if you procreate want. with me, your kids are more likely no. to survive. Hold on. This is Hold on. I don't want you Hold to stop on. talking. You need to right pay now. with an Amex Centurion card. You're <laughs> saying to a potential <laughs> mate that if you procreate with me, your kids are more likely to survive okay. than if you have sex with someone who pays with a Discover okay. card. Okay. You're saying, you are You're saying, still talking. your kids will still survive t- because right. I have You're a black talking. card. In any case, I don't think I will I bring home the wildebeest. If I don't have more stuff, the dead wildebeest. Listen to me. I had to listen to Yuval Harari with my 13-year-old for hours on this college tour. Let me just tell you, wheat is not a good thing. Anyway, um, uh, most underreported story, EU Parliament passing link tax. Explain for the people. Well, that's a pretty big deal because I don't— Do you remember seven or eight years ago, a consortium of traditional media companies tried to pass an act— the Germans. —such that the platforms would have to license all this traditional content. And there was big pushback. These are innovators— and I Axel was actually against it. Was I remember yep. being on Bloomberg TV and saying, if someone played a song in the Louvre, would you charge them for it? I was very much against it. I actually think mm-hmm. this is, again, another sign of an immunity kicking in because if we on Vox started playing Calvin Harris' mm-hmm. So Close to You, which is an awesome song, but if we mm-hmm. played more than 10% of the total, the, the total property, we would be subject to some sort of rights use and have to pay them. And for some reason, we've decided that these platforms aren't subject to any type of IP per, or IP obligation. Well, it's so, been their whole game, right? And, and what have you had, Kara? You've had just this this multi trillion dollar transfer yep. of wealth from the IP creators to the platforms. You it's know, the from, Tom Sawyer painting white fence thing. I, I They're painting their fences. Painting. Oh my God! What happened? He got everybody to paint the fence. You're using saying. literary references. I told you I don't read books. All right. Anyways. They're but taking ha- our stuff and then charging us back for it. That's right. I think this is a good thing. And I, I think that the notion that there's so much people immediately push back on it and say, well, every other medium has to pay for other people's IP. Yep. Why do we just this naturally assume? has been an assume? ongoing struggle. You're on Rupert Murdoch's side on this one. Just uh, so yeah, I think I, I think I am. You're it'll be, suddenly on Uncle Satan's side. It'll be That's really, right. it'll be really, uh, really interesting. You know, it's my name for him, Uncle Satan. I think it's perfect. That guy's the brightest blue flame thinker, thinker in media. Okay. 
He is super, super smart. Well, now it's all done. That deal's done. Well, you know what? You know what? You know something? When he and Jeffrey Bucus, the other brightest blue flame thinker (laughs) in the world, sell Time Warner and sell Fox. Yeah, when they get out. That means ad supported media has jumped the shark. That's what I thought. It's time. If Uncle Satan's getting out, we all should get out. No, those guys are smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jeff Bucus is a nice guy. He is a nice guy. Wonderful guy. Uh, Great hair. All right. Great okay. hair. Once again, objectifying media moguls. What about Rupert Murdoch's hair? Why didn't you You know what? That? It's fine to objectify as long as you— obje- If you're a white heterosexual male, which I'm guilty okay. of, which means everything I say is wrong, and mm-hmm. I'm guilty when I walk that in the door. True. Anyways, if you objectify men, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's okay. my strategy. You, I noticed you didn't say anything about Rupert Murdoch's hair. Yeah, Rupert. Okay. Rupert. All right. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break now. When we get back, we're going to talk wins and tails and predictions. Did you know the Capital Ideas podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, what's a mistake they made that changed their approach, and how do they find their next great idea? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc., Support for this podcast comes from Constant Contact. If you're a business owner, you already know that it's really, really hard to cut through the noise of everyday life. If you want to connect with your customers, you need to break through the noise. You need Constant Contact. Constant Contact is a marketing platform that makes it easy to reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and connect over email, text, social media, and more. Whether you're a marketing guru or just learning the ropes, Constant Contact offers writing assistance tools and automation features that make it simple to say the right thing at the right time. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All right, we're back with Scott Galloway. Where are you now, right, Scott? Where are you physically? I'm in New York. You are back in New York. My only question is, Kara, has anyone heard from Spring? What is no, going it's on here? Freezing. It's I'm like so over this. Degrees. I'm spending a lot of time in the East Coast, and I I'm so over yeah, winter. I don't even done. understand how you people deal with it all it's the time. Done. I'm spending so much. It's done. I'm done. It's cold here today I'm going in Washington D.C. Anyway, it's uh, g- wins and fails. There's a lot this week. There's a lot. There's a lot of good ones. AOC has literally mastered the clapback. Did you see her talk when she when they went after her that that the the Green Deal was too expensive, and she said. She just is so good. She said, we're going to pay for this one way or the other, folks. Do mm-hmm. you want to pay for it as a reaction or proactively? Yeah. And then someone else, some other poor Republican, got up there and said that this is elitist telling pe- you know, people they have to retrofit yeah. their homes when most people can't afford it. And she said, tell the kid in the Bronx who has asthma that yeah. this is elitist. I mean, she's just yeah. she's literally good. mastered the class. Did you see that the whole thing? She was too emotional. Oh, my God. Too That's emotional. what they're probably She's a rock. She's a rock. I have to say that was like, do you know what I felt like? I felt like it was like a movie. I was like, she's in the movie and the star is making the big speech at the end before they win everything. She's a rock. So she's, I I think, by the way, I think her policies 
are 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 you know way too left, and I think I think some of them are way off kilter. But gosh, what a what an inspiring. A lot of her leader. stuff people support, by the way. FYI, they just make her, they paint her as that a socialist. Yeah. Yeah. So two other wins, and then I'll ask okay. you yours. All right, go ahead. I think actually Uber's acquisition of Kareem was a pretty good move. Their, okay, good idea. Their valuation of the private market, $120 billion. Explain, is, explain. Well, they, they went after the largest. They've acquired the largest ride-hailing company in the Middle East, something called Kareem, and it's actually yes. a pretty cool company. They, it is. One, they called their drivers captains because they wanted to create this image that the drivers are actually in control and it's mm-hmm. not a bad job. Two, they let people pay in cash because a lot of people don't have credit cards, and Uber is smart because Uber is smart enough to recognize that the value of their stock in the private market is inflated, so they're going out and making acquisitions. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good move because the only thing these guys have, going back to our previous conversation, is scale. And the other gangster acquisition this week was Spotify buying a company. I might mangle this. Was it was called mm-hmm. Parquet, a podcasting company. Another one. They're going heavy into podcasts. But this is this makes a ton of sense, Kara, and this mm-hmm. kind of hits you and me because effectively, if you look at Spotify, the problem is, and again, we should all listen to Spotify 24 hours a day. because they got to have something else. That's exactly right. They could, could have gone into video. You know, when they, Google was thinking of buying them at one point or looking at them, one of the executives there said, look, we got to get them fast into video, and that's going to cost me a fortune. You know what I mean? Like, they've got to move out of music because you can't make money in music. 100%. And so, so when you listen again, you should have Spotify on all the time because for every dollar you're spending on Spotify, they're spending a dollar thirty on artist royalties because right, Michael exactly. Bolton is used to the good old days and there's basically three or four labels that control everything. They have cartel power and pricing power. and So they got to get in another business. That's smart. And what's a great business with huge profit margins, said the guy speaking into a mic, uh-huh. is podcasts. So when are they going to back up the truck for us? Whatever. That's right. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm Derek. ready. Bring it. I know him pretty well. He's a nice Bring guy. Bring it. Uh, another nice guy. Another so Parquet, uh, is it called Parquet yeah. who they acquired? Anyways, they acquired another podcast. They, another. they also bought Gimlet, obviously. Yep. So, yep. so interesting. Interesting times. All right. Mine is the EU hitting Google with a third antitrust fine. I think Margaret Vestager, I just did an interview at South by Southwest, is just at least she's moving forward. Whether you like what they're doing or not, they're like talking about the issue and it'll eventually come here with the FTC and some other uh, other other things once the U.S. regulators start to get the, in the business, but I think that was a pretty big deal. I hmm. think it was it was good. I know you don't like fines, but at least they're like discussing these issues. How big was the fine? It was like a billion and some. I forget. It was a lot. It was another big. So like big eleven deal. minutes of cash flow. Yes, I know that, but the issue is at least someone's paying attention. Yeah, but here's the bottom line: is that okay. as long as your business practice gross margins are greater than the risk yep. times the fine. I know you pay the fine, going. like Steve Jobs used to pay parking tickets because he didn't care. Right? Or Barry right. Diller does that. He parks everywhere in New York and doesn't care because it costs him more to like not park where he's parking. That makes sense. That's a great story. Do you have more of those? No, they all do it. Do you have Just other like parking park patterns of famous people? You know, I hate to say it, but I did it the other day. I was like, this is going to cost me 40 bucks. To park. Who cares? Cost me 40. Who cares? That's how like, you roll. It, and, and I may or may not get a ticket and I didn't get a ticket. So it was fine. Do, I was like, do they have tickets rolling. for unicycles? You on a I'm unicycle? Just, no, because I'll carry it in with me. It's such an awkward vision. It's not a unicycle. It's an electric whatever you call it. It's a. It's. A, I saw them in the streets of New York this week, and I was entranced by them. Hmm. And I thought, I'm going to have one. I've seen them around Silicon Valley, but I, I saw them at work in New York, and I thought, yes, this is me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I roll in a Grand Torino that gets eight miles per gallon. Oh, my God. I can't, you know I wrote about getting rid of my car. It's hugely popular. 
Did you read my column at all? It was enormously popular in the New York Times. Well, of course it was. Well, of course it was. Just saying. What was the column about? About you giving up cars? Giving up cars. No, car ownership. Not cars. Car ownership. Car ownership. Okay. It was good. I got all these mad people in the Midwest. Ah, if you lived in the farm. I'm like, I'd never live on the farm in, like, some small place. And keep your car people there. I wasn't telling them not to have it. I said most people in cities where most people are going to live are not going to own cars. I think I'm correct. I'm about to buy another car. Where are you? Why? Where? Where do you drive? Uh, Dan, well, I take my kids to school. I'm buying this enormous, I'm buying the newest, Ugh. biggest BMW ever made. And it says to the world, oh I am God. macho. I am oh German. Have sex with me. He's so I, interesting. You know what? It's just. In his BMW, his like BMW the size of a Winnebago. At least all your incentives BMW are has a new X7. It's a three row thing. No, so you can. No, thank you. You know, when you're riding I'm your kids selling in an my SUV. Ford Fiesta Turbo is going, and that's going to be the end of it. I'm not going to have another car. My kids can take public transit. Thank you. So should we talk about a loser or predictions? Okay, loser. Do one loser, and then we got to go predictions. Loser. So, uh, and I know that we like to think we're doing this real time, but we do this the day before. So it's Thursday Mm -hmm. afternoon, Mm -hmm. whenever. Tomorrow morning, lift prices. Uh, Okay. So the double entendre here, double prediction. Lift pops to a hundred bucks. Supposedly, uh, supposedly coming out at seventy-one bucks, and then within Mm -hmm. a year, it's a broken IPO. Okay, this whole like category that. is a— You're Snapchatting no, it. You're saying Snapchat That's exactly time. the right analogy. It. Exactly mm-hmm. the right analogy. Okay. You're going right. to have Uber uh, raise more capital. It's going to be a price war. They haven't—there's no network effects. They haven't been able to find, as far as I can tell, another more profitable they industry. They've got to get bought. I agree. Capital. I think they got to get bought. So a hundred bucks, triple digit, and this is you know this is going to age really well or really poorly because this thing comes out tomorrow. Yeah. So I think it 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 supposedly is pricing at seventy one. First trade is triple digits, and then within twelve months, this and is you'd a bri- sell. broken you would IPO. You would you would you would have it and then get rid of it, oh, right? Yeah. So get the hell out of dodge. Yep. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. That's a good. That's a good one. We'll be able to tell. We'll that's be able to tell rather quickly. We'll be able to uh, prediction. That's your prediction, well, yeah, and also prediction. your fail. Okay. Do yeah. you have any more predictions? I think that's pretty good. And what I would say tomorrow, what I would say tomorrow is that if that's not right, uh, my tagline is judge me. Or no, wait, no, no, wait. I'm sorry. Love me. Don't judge me. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm going out on a limb here. This thing's pricing tomorrow morning. Okay. So 25% gain on first first trade and then then tears for the next 12 months. And then we have to watch for the other IPOs. I said I want to do, and and then what about your predictions for Uber and uh, Airbnb and Pinterest? Well, the the one, the one, we should, I think we should kind of go deeper as we've sort of did with Lyft every time they're about to come out. Mm -hmm. But the one that is going to be the gangster IPO of 19, if it happens, and the one company that has network effects and will be one of the most valuable companies. Airbnb. 100%. Airbnb. Agreed. Great guy runs that company too. Oh, really? Yeah, he's lovely. Do you have a prediction, Kara? I think Airbnb. I was going to say Airbnb. I think is going to be the big IPO, and I think it's it'll be interesting. They definitely face some massive problems around in the in the markets, you know, in terms of people passing laws against what they're doing, and they definitely have to sort it out because people are really unhappy. There was a, another story in the New York Times about stuff in Miami and you know, facing issues all over the place, especially in certain. Na- there was a neighborhood in my near Miami in Florida. Uh, you know, and th- these issues are really they need to sort them out. Now, thankfully, this is a group of people who are trying to sort them out, but they're they're some of them are intractable. They're fighting with hotels. I think unions will be an issue. I think they've got to really start to cooperate with cleaning people, like maybe they, they do some deal. Um, they've got to come up with creative solutions because they'll be hitting lots of roadblocks uh, across the country from lots of different things, not just citizens who don't like Airbnbs in their neighbor, popular neighborhoods, uh, cl- unions, um, 
hotels. There's all, you know, politicians, the whole thing. I think they've got a, it's a, it's a tough business to handle. But they're very, they're good in that there's, they're not, and then they've got to find other businesses. They've tried experiences and it's sort of growing. It's, a, it's they're well done. Um, they've got some other things like, could they do planes? Could, that's a business that's really, speaking of all these terrible tragedies now, but look at this, wow, just went out of business. So uh, just all of a sudden, um, could they get in other adjacent businesses and what would they be and what would that look like? I think that's an interesting thing. But I think that they've changed the way people travel for sure. And what do you think is going to happen with Uber this year? I don't know. They'll go public and we'll look at their numbers and go, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. And then they'll get all the money. They'll get all the money. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, so this is this is a trend that isn't going to go away, right? And so, how do you make it? How do you make it so that it's affordable and at the same time not losing tons and tons of money? Yeah, I'll, I can't yeah. wait to see their numbers. Right? Are they out? They're not out yet, right? They're not I don't out think. Yet. Yeah, I don't think. It, I don't, yeah, I, you I don't know, you've seen parts of them. You know, it's, they're not good. They're not like, wow, what an amazing thing. Like, it's just, it's tough. And I think, but at the same time, they've changed the way we think of things. I just, you know, people use them. It's a People like the service, but do they like it because it's cheap or do they like it because it's convenient? I think both. And do you think, I know I'm backtracking here, do you think mm-hmm. six months in, Apple, Apple's new TV announcement, do you think it, we look back on it as a thud or does it start to become meaningful? I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know how much commitment they have to this. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like they have a commitment to devices and... So they've got to find new ways, just like everybody else. You got to find. You can't just settle on your laurels, you know. And mm-hmm. even though they have amazing laurels, I think that's the issue. And I think how committed are they to content, and how much expertise they have? Content's tough, you know. And, and by the way, look, Netflix has been super innovative and interesting. At the same time, they'll run into the wall, right? They've got a million shows. They they cut a bunch that people got mad about, the one day at a time, and stuff like that. So. Well, yeah. the line in the I'll, reads there is is Disney. Everyone's kind of waiting to see what Disney does. Yeah. They're the only ones with the assets to really. Yep, and the expertise, back. but they don't have good distribution expertise, so it's hard. You know, gravity hits us all, Scott. That's the way it goes. And oh my gosh, it's hitting me like one, a ton of bricks. Have you seen? That's me how lately? I should think about my one wheel device. Oh my device. god, I probably should rethink the one wheel device because gravity does get us all eventually. Yeah, you know what I mean? well, that's so, happening. There you go. That's deep. That's my deep thought. Do you know? Speaking of which, I interviewed this week, and then we'll get to go the uh, the founder of WeCroak, my favorite app, my death quotes app. What's it called? WeCroak. It gives you five <laughs> death quotes a day. <laughs> I love. I. I, I Ninety nine cents. <laughs> They've sold a hundred thousand of them. It's not a big business, but we it's grow. really so interesting. So give us an example. He doesn't link to anything. He doesn't link to any social media. He doesn't yeah. sell anything. He's just selling death quotes. That's it. Right. I love them. Here, I'll, I'll read you one. I'll, I'll read you one of my death quotes that I just I save them all the time, and then I read them to my children who hate me. For I it. have a few about aging. I'm fascinated aging. I'm 54, but naked, I look 53 and seven eighths. Okay. Okay. We're, we're still on that. Okay. <laughs> all right. Mary Oliver quote. <laughs> Tell me since, what. Everything's coming together. Since the scrotum lift, Kara. It's all coming together. Tell me, I just don't even. Tell me Uh, what it is you plan to do. Listen to this quote. Listen to this quote. Try to have some depth, Scott. (laughs) Tell me what you plan to do with your one wild and precious life. We already know what you're going to do with that. And then my favorite. Inspirational. Fuck this guy. Thank you. I know. Listen to this. That's Mary Oliver. She's a famous poet. She just died. This is my favorite quote Dorothy Salisbury Davis. Don't sell your soul to buy peanuts for the monkeys. Don't Thank sell you. your cell to my pants. And my Mine are better. Guy. I hate my life less and less every day. Boom! That's where the no. buck 29. Don't sell, don't sell your soul to buy peanuts for the monkeys. Yeah. Let's there just you go. That. All I'm right, 99 saying. cents. I spent my life arguing how I mattered until it didn't matter. Boom. Huh. Smith. 
All right, that's the kind of thing I get every day, five times a day. I'm that's just saying. nice. That's nice. Yep. There's a bunch. Yep. Yeah, there's a ton of ton of great stuff on um, on aging. We croak. Ninety nine cents. Best ninety nine cents ever spent. Nice. Anyway, life is hard. Just according to Catherine Hepburn, life is hard. After all, it kills you. Done. There you go. Thank you, Scott. Next week we'll have plenty to talk about. Yeah, I'm yeah, so I'm glad excited. we managed not to talk about Donald Trump this this episode. Yeah, good. Whatever. Good stuff. Whatever. Anyway, Rebecca Sinanis produces this show. Nishat Kurwa is executive producer. Thanks also to Eric Johnson. Thanks for listening to Pivot from Vox Media. We'll be back next week with more of a breakdown of all things tech and business. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review Pivot on Apple Podcasts. Goodbye from the father and mother of the internet. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.